Yeah, talking about liquidiv.com, promo code Nooners at checkouts. You see us drinking it on the show every single day. Where would we be, Japes, without Liquid IV in our lives? Dehydrated, we'd have headaches, we'd be tired, yeah. exhausted. Yep. Not be able to get through the day, get through work. We'd be sick all the time. I'd be hungover. <laughs> Every single day. Love the liquid IV. Liquid IV hydrates you with benefits like electrolytes, essential vitamins, and clinically tested nutrients with three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drinks out there, plus eight vitamins and nutrients in a single stick. It's clear why Liquid IV is the number one powdered hydration brand in America. It's just a little tiny stick full of powder. Pop it in 16 ounces of water. You're good to go. What's your reckon, Jabes? Double or triple hydrated? I would say double. I'd say triple. What? Nay. I'll say triple today. Huge fan of Liquid IV. Turn your ordinary water into extraordinary hydration. With Liquid IV, get 20% off your first order of Liquid IV when you go to liquidiv.com and use the code Nooners at checkout. That's 20% off your first order when you shop better hydration today using promo code Nooners at liquidiv.com. Yeah! Talking about expressvpn.com slash Nooners. Love ExpressVPN. You've got to have a VPN in today's world or you're not living your life right, brother. People are going to start stealing your passwords, all your bank info, everything. And I know most of you are probably thinking, uh, why don't you just use incognito mode? Let me tell you something. Incognito mode doesn't hide your activity. Doesn't matter what mode you use or how many times you clear your browsing history, your internet service provider can see every single website you've ever visited. That's why when I'm at home, I never go online without using Express VPN. Huge fan. I've had it for years. ExpressVPN is an app that reroutes your internet connection through their secure servers so your ISP can't see the sites you visit. ExpressVPN also keeps all of your information secure by encrypting 100% of your data with the most powerful encryption available. Most of the time, I don't even realize I have ExpressVPN on. It runs seamlessly in the background uh, of all my computers and my laptops and my phones, and it's super easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button, and you're protected. ExpressVPN is available on all your devices, like I was saying, phones, computers, uh, even your smart TV. So there's no excuse for you not to be using it right now. Protect your online activity today with the VPN rated number one by CNET and Mashable. Visit my exclusive link, expressvpn.com slash nooners, and you can get an extra three months free on a one-year package. That's expressvpn.com slash nooners. Expressvpn.com slash nooners. Head there to learn more. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Ross Patterson Revolution! Brought to you by BlackRifleCoffee.com Let's touch deep. 
Untouchables. That is something I have been working on, Jabes. That is going to be the country tune of the summer. Let's let's touch dicks. Let's touch dicks and some hearts. So that way, like when you like, you're touching dicks, obviously, and then you're touching hearts. Um, because I think it's important that if you're going to have, I think it's important to have gay sex first mm-hmm. and then fall in love later. Yeah, that seems to be the order. Yeah. yeah. So uh, look out for it's the the record label wants to change it from let's touch dicks and then hearts to uh, it's just called docking at sunset. So mm-hmm. uh, that's what it's that's what it's going to be. <laughs> look out for docking at sunset. Uh, it has a very um, May nineteenth docking at sunset. Has yeah. a very what? It has a very uh, Jamiroquai feel. Yeah. Do you remember yeah. Jamiroquai? My influences are uh, Jamiroquai, Jamiroquai, early Jamiroquai. Uh-uh. Yeah. Uh-uh. Early, early Jamiroquai. Before um, that. Oh. Wow. Well, well, well before that. Um, obviously, the Burrito <laughs> Brothers. Um, yeah. Half of the band Nelson. Oh, that's right. Um, was uh, that's that's in my repertoire, um, and I, and then I also like uh, you know uh, a little Sade, <laughs> just a little Sade, <laughs> and the Taco Cousins. Yeah, uh, just to get my my musical uh, taste going, just to wet my whistle. What's happening this morning? I'm, I'm, I'm wetting my whistle. What is with happening a little, right uh, now? Sade at the end of that. I don't know what's happening today. <laughs> I feel great. Are we are we jet lagged? Are we like could could little, quite possibly be? I don't know what's happening. Man, things have been weird, haven't they? We were in Los Angeles for a few yeah. weeks. Uh, we did a bunch of shows for for Drinking Bros, mm-hmm. Ross Passion Revolution. Um, I was the there one. Too, I, I want to say this. You were there because I, I want to say this. I'm behind the, the, the scenes. Yesterday, guys. Last last episode with Robert Davi. <laughs> super oh. fucking weird <laughs> that was it like to me that was like i look around and i go yeah this is why oh this is why i boy. do it i i i, I want to start with that first for, for the audience because uh we've had we've had a few messages this morning quite a few what was the what was the issue everybody's like man that guy was a tough nut to crack that was a weird show and i was like oh yeah yeah, yeah, it was, and and none of that was faked. So whatever you heard on there was like we were really in the middle of a fucking Italian deli in a strip mall mm-hmm. in Chatsworth, mm-hmm. California, mm-hmm. which I don't spend a lot of time in the chat Chatsworth area. I, chat? I haven't. You almost called, you almost had like a name for it. Like, I, 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 I don't I, spend a lot of time I'm, in the chat. It took everything in me not to laugh at, at just the phrase Chatsworth because I was like. I remember when we, we got this call and it was like, hey, cool, we're going to do this interview. It was like a dope, man. I'm, I'm a huge fan uh, of Robert Dobby's. And, and then we're like, you've got to go to Chatsworth. I was like, what? Yeah. I, I, I haven't been to Chatsworth in, I don't know, man, 10 years. But yeah, me too. Yeah. I definitely. Not it's, that it's, it's, it's not, it's, look, it's a nice area. It's the kind of place that you like. How would you pick describe up, yeah, okay. Chatsworth? Chatsworth is like the kind of place that you pick up the fridge from Craigslist or like mm. go look at the yeah, car yeah, yeah. that's like yeah. way out there. And yeah. you're like, it's a little bit far. And you don't it's know the Chatsworth. area very well. Yeah. yeah. And 
it's exactly how all those places look where it's like, right. okay, I'm, I'm out of the city, but it's still their own little community community yeah. and lots that, you know, they're yeah. big Craigslist community there. Yeah. Fridges. Yeah. Cars. Yeah. So we, we, couches. We, yo, you name it. Um, if you need one scuba fin, Chatsworth sure. is a great place to thought pick we were it up. going to the house, to his house. That would make sense. You, you, a lot of people have had us over at their house. Um, well, the, the it, equipment that we have, it's like, you know, if you've ever done a podcast before, it's kind of like, you know, you need to be in yeah. an office or in a house or somewhere where you can set up. Sure. So, sure. So when we so showed up at the, clearly, at the deli, uh, mm. San Carlo Deli in mm -hmm. Chatsworth, if you're there, if you are there, go in. It, the food is delightful. Oh, the best. The, the, the food is delightful. The, the owner's management, the whole fucking thing is amazing. They came out. Uh, we got served 27 dishes at a minimum. I was so fucking full. Yeah. Um, you were about to, 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 to throw up. They fed you so much. Yeah. And as you guys know, uh, it's really insulting to like true Italians. If you yeah. don't eat or if you're like not eating what they made or bring, bring you. And they're very much like, eat, eat. It's always like this worry of like, that you you need to be fed. That's the yeah, way yeah, of yeah, like yeah. I yeah. like you. I want to take care of you, and you're just like, dude, I can't. I so I started with half an Italian sandwich and you housed it. I, I housed it, but he, here's the thing: because they were like, look, you gotta eat, you gotta eat something, you gotta eat something. I was just like, oh, all right, for being here, like I didn't know what it what it meant, and then I was like, oh. They're just saying that like as an Italian family um, where it's like, oh, you got to eat something. They weren't even charging us. No. They were just like, you have to eat. You have to eat. And I was like, all right, cool. So I got this huge Italian deli sandwich, which I, I housed half of it because we wanted to set up and get things going and all that stuff. So I was like, great. Uh, thank you so much. This was awesome. And he's like, no, no, no. Sit. So Robert was just like, hey, let's just do the interview and they'll come in and out. It'll be part of the thing and the, the whole thing. And it was just like. It was chaos. Um, it was fun. Though. There was a, it was a blast. It was a blast. And, and, and they were amazing. And uh, the, there was a woman who sat down in the middle of it who had. Right next to you. Kind of like Tourette's. I mean, literally right next to me. Yeah. And it was an like, audio. This one was it's an, audio only. Yeah. So You can see the microphones. I'm clearly set up behind them, like with this setup and the sound machine and everything and like, or my board. And like, it's clear that some, very clear that something's going on. She right. cared not. She no, cared not no, at all. Definitely she needed did not her care. food. Yep. She yelled at me for taking pictures. And I always yeah. say, like, it's always the people that you would never want their picture that are always like, uh, no, no, th I don't want to be in the picture. You're like, oh, no, no, I was going to crop you out anyways. Yep. Like, yep. I definitely no. don't need a picture of you, lady. So it's like, oh, what are you filming? It's always like the ugliest people. She's not you. Super weird, too, where it's just like, hey. And there was, there was, look, there was plenty of tables. Why she sat down next to us was, was beyond because me. Because she could. She was pissed that you were in the, her Italian deli. You were taking up tables. She was pissed. Ah, it was only three of us. You Just know what I'm saying? saying like, yeah. there was only two tables. So, yeah. you know, um, she was pissed. But it was, it was really hilarious and like, I, I, like an out of body experience where you're just like, it was just you funny. leave something like that and you're like, what the fuck just happened? Well, you're like, I just, you know, I, was, I got tested. I got tested as far as like sound and like just getting through the interview and stuff like that. And like setup, I have no plug. There's no outlet. 
Yeah. How do you do yeah. it? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, there's yeah. going to be people talking literally right next to you. I mean, we were drinking. How do you they make brought that sound wine good? in all throughout the interview, what everything. And, like, I, it, yeah. So it, it was, again, it was this crazy, like if you heard it, like, and you're wondering, I wonder what that was really like. It's, it's, it's what you think it was. Like it was, it was definitely it was blessed. Fun. Yeah. No one's well, ever. I don't know if, if I got anything accomplished, but <laughs> yeah. I mean, people just got to be a fly on the wall, um, to hear like, hey, an, what, 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 you what do you know, do you research? Like an older, uh, an old school guy in the business, yep. friends with Sinatra, like that's what you're going to get. And it's going to be tough. Like, yeah, you're, th- like you're, it's you're definitely getting a lot. Yeah. Yeah. They're old school. They're like, you know, they don't, the whole like doing press, social media, like making sure. yourself out there and, you know, accessible. Like back in the day, it wasn't like that. The more closed off you were, the more mysterious. Yeah. The more like people liked you. So like he was those days of like, I'm not super open. No, and, and, my and, shit, so. and he just started a social media, social media accounts just now. Started. And it's like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it was interesting. he's been in the business for over 40 years yeah. and it's, it's gotta be weird for him to start social media and do all this stuff now. And, uh, you know, uh, look, it's a different world, but, uh, look, he, he's one of those guys who he'll, he'll work forever. So it doesn't matter anyways, like uh, social media, and non-social stuff media forever. Yeah. Yes. And like, you know, I'm great miss, actor. I miss those days where Same. like you didn't, you worked. You did the jobs and that was it. Uh, you those days are over, James. I know, but I'm just saying like those, those were the days when like that you don't, you didn't know your stars really. They would like pop up with Frank Sinatra in like a, you know, Italian restaurant somewhere and you'd be like, oh my God, but you didn't, you wouldn't know other than that. Right. What their life was. Right. And, and I thought that was cool. I, look, I, I think even similar to yesterday uh, with Tiger Woods being back, um, I, I think the mystique of tiger when he wasn't you know oh yeah i thought about that when i was watching before the prostitutes and all of that shit like you went out and you were facing hard-ass tiger woods because and i'm i bring this up because there was looks yesterday or the last two days when he was playing saturday and sunday um and he almost won he he only lost by a shot there was looks in his eyes where it was the old tiger again and that old tiger was the old tiger because you, you didn't all that mystique was there you didn't know shit about him like you didn't know about the prostitutes you didn't know any about any yeah, of that yeah, stuff yeah. like you just, just thought here's a fucking gangster mm. ass killer who's gonna win every single tournament yeah. and uh and you don't you don't know why you're like man i i, I don't know anything about that guy he's probably at home hitting fucking fifty thousand golf ball found out later he was just banging out not so fucking much. prosties, but uh, not so much, yeah. But that—that's what you thought because of this mystique of you know, mm-hmm. really wasn't on social media. He posted once every fucking blue moon, you know, uh, yeah. and it was a shot of him winning something, and it was just like, all right, cool. I know nothing about this guy. Let alone same with Jordan, and right. it, fuck, you know. Later on, you find out, holy shit. But that's where the era of Robert Dobby was from too, where it was just like. Hey, we don't do anything. It's about the fucking job. I don't think about anything. And you're just like, all right, yeah. cool, man. Yeah. Cool. That's how I like to keep my, my profile. Yeah. Well, you can't, unfortunately, in today's world. But uh, the gonna, mystique. Yeah. The mystique's gone. There's nothing you can do about that. Wait, look, we can talk about it after the sponsors. Because uh, we're going to no talk, talk about Tiger. No talk, we're going to talk about this fucking OJ confession last night. Wow. Uh, what a shit show that was. And uh, we're going to talk about your boy falling down. 
<laughs> oh, this is something James has been waiting on. It's bound to happen. James has been waiting bound on. Bound to happen. Uh, first and foremost, we're talking about uh, BlackRifleCoffee.com. Uh, boom. Here's their K-Cups, kids. This is their Just Black. Uh, these are two of my favorite blends. Just Black and Caffeinated is fuck. They took the fuck off the label, by the way. Yeah, why? Ah, look how they're becoming a corporation. Oh, all right. I think it's too Fine. hard. I think, it's, I, I think they're getting too famous now where it's just like, hey, man, we've got kids and shit around. Like, we all know what it is, though. So we're yeah. good. We're good. We're good. Uh, yeah, I would have liked to see them throw a little AF on there at least. But uh, oh, what there else? You go. What there else? You go. They just there went calf. Um, huge fan. Um, I've been drinking them for a year and a half. I've been a, a, a member of their coffee of the month club uh, for a year and a half. Jabes, first day back, and you're already having this problems with that mic again. Yeah, just yep. Won't let me be uh, me. Uh, 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 Why oh. won't you let me live? Um, BlackRifleCoffee.com is uh, it, it's it's the best. It gets it gets dropped off at my house same dates every month. Um, veteran owned, my best friends owned it and, uh, use the promo code revolution for 20% off at blackriflecoffee.com. Uh, and, and their apparel is amazing. I wear it all, all the fucking time. I live in this hoodie when it's like, this is my 50 degree hoodie, you know, sure. can't take it off. Sure. I get about 30 of these fucking things. That's how much I love them. Uh, use the promo code revolution for 20% off. It's a one-time use at blackrivalcoffee.com. Next up, we've got strikeforceenergy.com. Boom, 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 boom. Oh, I like that, James. I like that. I'm going to, I'm no lie. I'm going to hit it today. I'm going to hit it. You're going to hit it yeah. and quit it? Uh, uh, a couple squirts. Boom, boom. I'm going to hit it and quit it. Right into the old drink. Um, I needed it today. So we're, we're, we're recording in the afternoon. I have my two cups of coffee. Uh, this morning I have my, my black rifle coffee I'm crashing a little bit. I need to come up. Right. I need to come up, James. Right. It's a, been a lot a long... of people. A lot of people say to you, Ross, does, does Ross ever crash? Does he ever go down? Yeah. No, no, he doesn't. No. Simply because of strikeforceenergy.com. Yep. Mm. Yep. He keeps those propellers going slowly but surely. Keeping the the refrigerator light on um, <laughs> is what I'm doing. Uh, go to strikeforceenergy.com. They've got four amazing flavors. They've got uh, original lemon, orange, make America grape again. Big fan of the grape. These fucking packets are only $9.95. That's it. 99 cents a piece. With the 20% off of Revolution uh, for shipping, it's almost like you're stealing the shit from them. They also have a subscription month club, which I, I, I have. Drinking this shit. Every day I have a fucking packet of Strikeforce. Uh, whether it's pre-workout. Mid-afternoon crash dog, you name it. Go to strikeforceenergy.com. Type in the promo code REVOLUTION for 20% off. That huge bottle I was, I was popping a couple squirts in is a 750 milliliter bottle. That's a nice thing because it just sits on your bar top or countertop. Uh, Strikeforce Energy ships everywhere in the entire world. Again, promo code REVOLUTION, 20% off. Next up, we got straightrazors.com. Ooh, James, that's, that's lovely. It's lovely. Look what we got here. These straight razors, um, boom, they come in these fine boxes here. Look at how nice this shit is. Um, Gorge. I don't think anybody understands how, like, the quality of products at straightrazors.com. They got beard oils, shampoos, conditioners now. Um, and it's, it's all my favorite scent. Um, some scent called Smolder. I don't, like, you, you obviously can't give this shit away and you can't patent a scent, but I've never smelled anything like it before. Just try a, just try some of their aftershave. Try the Smolder. If it does not rock your dick off, I'll let you punch me in my dick. 
I really will. It's the best in the biz, uh, finest man grooming products in the biz. Buy a kit for for a loved one, and that man, that man's in your life, whether it be a bro, uh, cousin, or just just your dad. Gay lover. Yeah. Say happy birthday. Uh, go to straightrazors.com, type in the promo code REVOLUTION for 20% off. Um, and there, like that 20% off is super helpful. Last but not least, we got the Caillou app. That's K-A-Y-U. Um, they're out now. I just downloaded that shit this morning. Oh, shit. Shit, what up? What up, girl? What up? What up, Get girl? Get a hookup. Yep. Uh, it's out, kids. The new app, everybody's talking about it. They're having a party, uh, St. Patrick's Day in Charleston, South Carolina, next weekend. Um, you can drink for free afterwards if you just download the Caillou app. That's K-A-Y-U. It started by two Green Berets out in uh, Fort Bragg, which is fucking awesome. It, it combines uh, lodging, travel, uh, I, I, and I, since it's downloadable now, it really is. They do have that Tinder option. Here, here's who you match with interest-wise and hiking-wise. So if you're looking to split costs and concert travel, uh, just fucking hanging out, want to go to the fucking gun range with somebody. Um, it's a great place to do it and uh, meet up with some people that are like-minded like yourself. Just download the Caillou app, K-A-Y-U. Shit's free. No strings attached on that motherfucker. I love um, it. So do I. Uh, we're back from L.A. Um, it was nice to see Tiger back. I Fuck, I enjoyed that. Yeah. I really enjoyed watching that Sunday. And I, I thought I didn't think I would. I didn't think I would mind it as, as much as I did. But uh, well, it is golf. I know. And, 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 yeah. that, and that's, the, that, that's the point of it, Javes, is <laughs> it, it is golf. And before Tiger Woods came around... Nobody really watched golf. It was something my dad fell asleep to. Yeah. On same. Sundays. And, um, you know, the 80s, you had Nicholas and those guys. And I think the 70s and 80s was probably fun. And right. then there was just a fucking dark period of like Colin Montgomery and like these weird fat people. Um, kind of got exciting <laughs> again. It was. Weird fat people. It was. <laughs> it was just like, uh, like these aren't real. Like they don't. Kind of look like bowlers. It wasn't, you know. Oh, yeah. True athletes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. You're, you're watching. You're just like, all right, cool. Right. I mean, I guess. Right. Um, Older. And then John Daly came in. And to me, John Daly was just pure sex, that guy. Uh-huh. Just smoking fucking heaters out there. Right. Um, just gripping, ripping, uh, getting trashed every night. You know, banging the fucking Hooters waitresses. Like, True. great. He was back. Problem was, he wasn't winning enough. And he... You know, would show up drunk. He would quit during some of the rounds, just walk off the course. I that I, I loved yeah, about I him. Yeah, I love that. But you didn't get to watch him for the full weekend. And, uh, you know, when he won, it was fun. It was it was more like, because, like, look, Dale Jr. is my favorite in NASCAR. Mm-hmm. So when John Daly won about as much as Dale Jr. won. And when he did, it was just a goddamn celebration where you were like, yes, you did it for us. He is one of us. The people. Yeah. Pe- it, yeah. Man, the people's somebody. people's champ is, is what he was. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. people's champ. The people's something. Yeah, he was. Real. <laughs> real. Real quick. James, today. you are on fire on today. fire. So he was the people's champ. And it was once he started to fade and go to rehab and all that shit. And then in and out of rehab, yeah, uh, it was done. And I was like, I was like, ah, golf, golf is golf, golf is fucking dead to me. I really don't, I don't really give a shit about Phil Nicholson. Um, Fig Jam is what they called him, by the way, on the tour. Yeah, 
I don't know if you know this story, but but every year they uh, they 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 take a poll amongst all the golfers and say who you hate the most. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> one year it was Phil Mickelson, and every his nickname was Fig Jam, and it stands for "Fuck I'm Good, Just Ask Me." Um, and uh, you know he got popped for lame. for uh, illegal insider trading on the stock market. Phil Mickelson, mm-hmm. like you know. Eh, it just it wasn't that exciting to me. Yeah, but he's still in it. Still, still in it, and, and he yeah, won. Yeah. He won like yeah, a week yeah. week ago. Yeah. So he's still doing great, and he's in his mid forties. And right, you know, it's Phil Mickelson. But when Tiger came on the scene, god damn it! it not only was he exciting, he was winning every week. Um, it made golf exciting because he was hitting these shots that nobody had ever done before, and you're right. just like, this is amazing. Every week, you felt like he was going to win, and if he didn't, you were like, what? Yeah. Something must have gone wrong. Something's happened. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then he had his, his incident with. Uh, and uh, the curtain just got pulled back. Yeah. That's what I was thinking about yeah. when I was watching him yesterday. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just like, my gosh, like what a weird ride for uh, him. For life. Yeah. And just like exactly what you were saying, like he was like exciting and like a just a fucking killer and you didn't know what his deal was. He yeah. was just like a stone cold. He had hot ass wife, kids. Yeah. Just like and See, seemingly so he had it quickly, all. It all just got the curtain just got pulled back. Everything got yeah. revealed with one like car crash and car beating incident it it's, all it's, came it's rare to see a downfall that fast of somebody that great and you look at somebody like aaron hernandez who you know was on double murder and all that shit and then it's just aaron hernandez was was pretty good and he just got ripped away overnight whereas tiger was great in the best of the world for he, a long time for like, a long time yeah yeah and he didn't murder anybody but it felt like he did where you were just like oh god like i mean no one wanted to be associated with tiger no then you know the mystique is pulled back the the curtains pulled back the mystique is is gone after one ambient and a text message that that's all that's all it took um god. he was sleeping took some ambient text messages came in wife read it woke up started swinging a golf club at him uh what a nightmare. Broke right? the lamp, broke the fucking thing. He drove into a tree. Because an ambient then, sleep, then you guys, they had to, uh, is so peaceful. <laughs> so, like, I don't, you've taken it. Does it does nothing it's for just me. just like, okay, well, you're weird. But, yeah, like, no. oh, you just fall so deep and peaceful Gone. into sleep. And then, boom. And to have that, like, uh, nightmare. Yeah. And also just like, God damn it. Yeah. Like you did it. So I, you know, once it happened and I, I still thought I was like, ah, it's tiger. He's tough minded enough. He'll get through it. Like no big deal. And it just wasn't the case. And then all the injuries started stacking up from all the weird shit he was doing. Right. The Navy seal training and all that other shit. And, uh, like all that too was like, what? Yeah. What? And, uh, it just, it was bizarre, and I, I personally thought, and I've said it on this show, I didn't think it'd ever come back. I didn't think after the last thing, no. the pills and the you know, that bloated mug shot, I thought, no fucking way. Yeah, I, I thought he was done after that DUI. Seeing him Sunday, I was like, holy shit. Yeah. The way he looked, his body was back to like normal, yeah. where he wasn't like fucking... Steroid jacked Steroided yeah. jacked up anymore. It was like a normal, like in-shape golfer's body. Looked awesome. Yeah. Good um, color. 
like Good. looked fucking young as shit. Like I was like, what? And until he took off his hat, and I was like, whoa, sure, he but he kept really the hat on yeah, yeah, for yeah. a for a good reason for a lot of it. So I, I, I go to two, I go to two things because I know you're not that diehard of a sports gal. Um, but you made a good point when you said his body looked different and not huge and and, and all of that shit. Like some some people have said this quietly behind closed doors with Tiger Woods that he's been taking steroids all these years and that's why his body broke down. Um, yeah. Maybe. Yeah. I, oh. I, I don't know. Okay. I'll never have that answer. The other thing was the Navy SEAL thing where when his father died, he just lost it and, uh, you know, that always wanted to be... His dad was always, it was in military and was always hanging out with his military buddies. And then, then it came out that he was training with these Navy SEALs um, on his off days from golfing, doing all this crazy shit and fucked up his body that way. Yeah, but we had said... Jumping out of planes and, uh, and running yeah. and all that stuff in between matches where you were just like, hey, bro. And I guess his agent had sat down and talked to him. Um, I, I don't know. The, the, the Navy SEAL thing was, was confirmed, obviously. Yeah. I don't know if the steroids was part of his body breaking down or, or what happened with that. But uh, you're right. Yesterday or the, over the weekend, he did not look like he looked like a normal tiger versus like a jacked up tiger. Back and, in the uh, day, tiger. Yeah. That's what I meant yeah. when I was like, holy shit, he looked like back in the day t- tiger. Right. And, um, and he almost pulled it out. He, he finished one shot behind. Um, that golf course was was difficult. The the forty five foot putt he dropped on seventeen. I mean that was old school vintage Tiger. We were just like, holy shit, this it. guy's gonna win this tournament. And uh, yeah, uh, he didn't he didn't win, but he fell one shot short. But that sets up the rest of the season because we just started this season. And if he comes back from all of this, I, I mean, I I me myself, everyone, Michael Jordan, you know, his best friend even wrote him off. He's just like, you'll never be the same again. Like if he's able to come back for this and be dominant again and start housing people. Holy Fuck shit. Fuck you guys. Yeah. And not only is it great for golf, um, but it's, it's great for sports. Like I, that, that dominating factor of like, I, cause I, I enjoy watching golf and I never knew I, I would until Tiger started playing and I, I'm not good at it. I'm not good at the game of golf. I don't golf on the weekends. I probably haven't golf, picked up a golf club in 10 years. Um, uh, I'm not your target audience for mm-hmm. that. But when he plays, for whatever reason, my fucking dick rises. Just, oh, yeah, yeah. And I'm into it. I'm into the whole thing. And you, you set your Sunday around it. And, and it's, it's, it's fun to watch. It's exciting. Like, again, a guy dropping a 45-foot putt, I was like, fuck, yeah, dude. Right. Um, this, this was what it was. And there was a crop of young guys who came up that I thought were going to take over and just destroy like Spieth and uh, Rory McIlroy, mm-hmm. uh, pretty Ricky, pretty mm-hmm. Ricky Fowler, those right. guys like that. The, and they're all besties and they all hang out and that's their crew. I thought in particular Spieth was going to house people. So it was the same with Rory. So what? They're not? No. Like they win. They're inter- partying. They're, that's what I think. So Tiger never partied. No, he never partied. He did it too late. And that was my thing. When we first were talking about the DUI thing, right? With all the pills or whatever. The last thing that happened. Right. I was like, he he just didn't do enough of those things um, when, he, when he was younger. And that's why he's stone cold, right? But his like dad was on. It was like a hardcore regiment for him. Oh, yeah, yeah, life. yeah. He was and sleeping he in the garage. Any, yeah, he didn't have any time to fucking party, to live, to whatever. 
and he definitely made got up it for all it. out. No. Yeah. No. Um, part of me was like, well, yeah. I mean, if you make a child uh, fucking train like that all the yeah. time, like some something's going to happen. So he broke. I would love to see that comeback story from him where it's like he got it all out. He did all his shit. He whatever. And he just like wake up call with that pills and the DY thing. Boy. And just have it be like he's just it, it, doing it, it for him. If he wins the Masters, it, it, it will. That, the, the entire world would melt down because um, that's what's coming up in a few weeks. Everyone after yesterday. Uh, what are you laughing at? <laughs> I don't know. One time when I think it was the last tournament or the Masters before and you were like, everyone is creaming their <laughs> jeans. And I don't know if you meant to say it, but it was like, I thought, oh my gosh, they're all just in the clubhouse. Just like creaming their jeans. Yeah. Coming yeah. in their that, pants. That, that's, what, that's what got you from me talking about the Masters a couple because years back. Yeah. I was just picturing <laughs> me saying it. Well, the guy being so excited. He's so excited talking to the yeah. reporter and you're like, he is coming everywhere. <laughs> or whatever you fucking said like it just you weren't thinking it just kind of you were excited too and it was like he's there all fucking jacking off and yeah, there something. yeah yeah because I, I am like this that. i am like this off air where i was like man he is fucking creaming, creaming his, his jeans right now yeah and i thought oh is that yeah gosh, well okay. well so here's the thing after tiger's almost <laughs> win yesterday all of the the sports books in vegas started creaming their jeans for the masters right his odds have shot through the roof so gross. <laughs> it's, it's it's true. To think of all these guys just, yeah, just like all these golfers jeans. Yeah. like yeah. together, like popping champagne and just like creaming. Yeah, their jeans. The the odds have spiked through the roof for uh sure. Tiger at the Masters. If he sure. went to the Masters, forget it. Uh that'd be an amazing story. It'd be, it'd be a, a, cr- a real creamier jeans yeah, story. A real jean jean creamer. <laughs> 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 yeah, we'll think of something else to say about Just a real gene creamer. Ah, <laughs> uh, be so good, isn't it? Just a real Gross. gene creamer. Gross. People have missed me, haven't they? Oh, uh, so much. A so couple, much. A couple. Yeah, yeah, but the two people wrote in. Two people Today were like, we, eh, we could do with one or two Jables Jables shows yeah just and then it. get her back out of there get her, <laughs> get her back just, in the uh, put her back in the old uh, barn uh. <laughs> get back on the road <laughs> do some shows on the road without Jabes uh, last night was uh, super exciting OJ confessed to murder oh my god what the fuck was that oh my god was that crazy you guys it was crazy right yeah, like are people freaking out? Full, or? full disclosure: If you did watch the uh, "If I Did It" special on Fox last night, where essentially it was O.J. Simpson just confessing to murder, um, the entire episode, uh, he was interviewed by a woman named Judith Regan. Judith Regan, as you know, put out uh, "At Night She Cries While He Rides His Steed." So if that name sounds familiar, um, she loves a bit of controversy. She does. Versy. Um, I had. So when I, when I sold it Night She Cries while he rides his steed and they were going to put it out, uh, I got a phone call that said, hey, Judith Regan, would like to, to have lunch with you. Can you fly up to New York? We're going to do this book deal and, uh, and have lunch. So we, we went out to lunch. I would say it was on the lighter, later side, maybe 2.30, 3 o'clock in the afternoon. I had some things to do with the office, some contracts and all that, all that other stuff to sign. And uh, I met up with her 
Uh, and it was a, 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 this awesome restaurant. There was nobody there except for uh, like the four or five of us with my agent and all that stuff. And uh, of course, my first question was, so did, so did OJ do it? And she was like, right. oh, yeah, he fucking did it. And she was like, he admitted it and everything else, whatever. And I was like, all right, great. I knew about this special that was shot, you know, 10 or 12 years ago. I knew about the book that was supposed to come out um, because Judith had gotten fired uh, from it. They nixed the special altogether, which is the one you saw last night. Uh, they burned all the books. There was like one copy available that ended up going for like two fifty or three hundred thousand um, dollars on online and uh, in some auction. And then they decided to print it later. I don't know if there was a gag order, and then it was be allowed to be able to be printed. I'm not sure what happened with that, but I know Judith got fired wrongfully, and she got a, a, a big settlement, um, which was eight figures, eight figures in that settlement, and. Is this before Reagan Arts? Yes, this is okay. before she started her own publishing company. Uh, she had a, uh, a non-compete clause in her contract, and then she opened up her own publishing company uh, that is a division of Simon & Schuster, and the rest is history. Um, when I asked her about the O.J. Simpson story at lunch that day, uh, without a doubt, she told me this. She, she had said... He did it. He confessed to doing it and kind of didn't go in much further detail, not in a sketchy manner, but just it was very matter of factly like, yeah, like, like, uh, yes, he did it. Yes. But, 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 but as if like, yeah, but we all know he did it and everything else. And it was like, all right, cool. But, but the, the crazy thing is that after watching last night's show, I, I'm surprised that she just didn't launch into the story, you know, itself. Because she loves, she loves telling stories. She's old school, like uh, New York, um, old school publishing. Like uh, you, you could tell she enjoys having these lunches and, mm-hmm. and dinners and things like this, and knows everybody in the world at this point. Essentially, um, she had a, a talk show on Fox for many years um, until this OJ thing happened, and, and she got fired. But um, uh, it was so matter-of-factly that we just moved on to the next topic. And I was like, all right, cool. Well, when we watched the special last night, I found out why was she had never seen the footage until last night. Right. So when they said that at the top of the show, you know, like, hey, have you, have you seen this? Or have you gone back and replayed this interview? She was like, I haven't seen one single second of this footage, which, is, which would be true. Because if you're, you know, hosting something on Fox yeah, or any other you... channel, you're not sitting in the edits. No. You're not getting any clips for your reel. You're not letting any of that get out. So if something gets buried, that's it. It goes in a vault, and chances are you never see it again unless, you know, it's like a Trump thing where you try to go back and find audio from fucking 15 years. Actually, it was the same around the same time period as the OJ thing. Mm -hmm. Um, So it it is possible to get in there and find this shit. But I find that telling that she hadn't seen it Mm -hmm. since then because she probably did that thing. The interview 12 years ago. And then was just like, yeah, all right, cool. Everybody assumes. Yeah, she hosted it. It's not like she put it together or, yeah. you know. <clears throat> yeah. So um, here, here's what, what, what really stirs my curiosity then on, on this whole thing was after watching this interview last night, after watching him confess to murder, in a very weird and creepy way. Weird way, but oh, I'll talk about that. Uh, I, I'm surprised that she did not go into that crazy story where it was just like, 
how manic he was and um in all of the the chaos to it but uh, uh judith has had a, a crazy life I, I would say similar female wise similar to quincy jones where mm-hmm. she literally knows everyone so i'm sure these stories are a dime a dozen to her whereas right. they're not for somebody like like me yeah um so i was super curious and then after last night i was like holy fuck you really could have dropped <laughs> the hammer in this lunch and really said anything but again yeah. Another day at the J-O-B for her, whereas you and I sat there last night, dumbfounded, where it was just like, holy fuck. What? Yeah. And I, we've seen a lot of things about OJ, and everyone has. It's, it's to the point now where it's like, another OJ thing? Okay. But this is the thing. This was the, la- this this, is this the is last, the last piece of it. It's the last piece. You, he confesses. Yes, he, he, he confesses to in murder. This, in this really... He thinks clever way, which is such a symptom I was telling you of sociopath, psychopath, where it's like they think they're so smart that they're getting away with it. They think they've got everyone fooled when in fact, every, like even Judith is sitting there like, holy fuck, yeah. this guy's yeah. confessing and he's doing it in this weird way that he thinks is going to fool everybody or is okay. And I guess like... Under, you know, double jeopardy, like, yeah, he could confess. Yeah. As long as you say the word hypothetical, I fuck, you don't even have to say the word hypothetical. He could double jeopardy and they will not be able to try him again. So that's crazy. Crazy. And and watching it last night was, I mean, he went through it step by step. With the gloves, with the knife, with, I mean, the the entire. The accomplice that he had. Um, what he did with the glove, how he g- grabbed the knife, him blacking out, not yes. knowing what happened. Waking up and seeing so much blood. Getting like, rid of the clothes. Right. Um, and Because he even said somebody had to take the clothes. Obviously, that was probably Robert Kardashian with that fucking bag. Yeah. Um, but who he kept talking about a guy named Charlie. And there was two different theories on this last night. Mm-hmm. One had said that the, the Charlie guy was really him. And one one of the people on the panel uh, had said that Charlie was really him, okay, and his alter ego, and he's talking as if as if he were Charlie, okay. Um, the other is, you know, that that there, there possibly was another accomplice with him, which I, w- would be hard for me to believe, and I'll tell you why. With that much blood and that crime scene, there would there there would have been another footprint, or unless they were waiting yeah. out by the car, I guess, but. Um, I, I, in I don't the know. car or something, maybe. But, but him, him describing, O.J. Simpson describing Ron Goldman's karate stance and how he fought at him and what he said to him of like, oh, what, what do you think? You're going to try to kick my ass? Mm-hmm. And that's when he grabbed the knife. But it was just like, uh, I mean, it was so. Really downplaying too. Like, it was so creepy, the whole interview. He was just like downplaying abuse. Like, he was just like, eh, yeah, but you know. Everyone kind of, besides the couple times that that happened, it's like, I'm a really upstanding guy and, you know, like and just then, making everything so normal, yeah. laughing off like really horrible shit. Like he was yelling at his, you know, ex-wife's grave and like oh. pissed off at her um, when he saw her dead body, like at the wake, mad at her still. That's not normal. But he... Like has this way of being like, 
Well, the end just, of it, you know, the, the end of it was was the most telling part where he said that I felt that Ron and Nicole had killed me. Mm-hmm. It was just like they took away, you know, every however all of his great life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. They killed him. And there was another thing where he said he was at the wake, like so pissed at her. And he was like, I told you, I told you this would happen if you kept doing this shit. Yeah, I yeah, told yeah, you what was yeah, going to happen. Yeah. And Darden was like, yeah, he's basically telling her, I told you I was, was going to fucking kill you. kill you if you yeah. didn't stop doing this shit, which was partying, you know, partying with dudes, drinking, maybe doing drugs with the kids asleep or whatever right. she was doing. Um, or the people were telling her whatever. He kept using that as this reason for things. And it was like forever ago. And he kept like bringing it back as this like current. He was still pissed off about it. Yeah. And, and I think after watching that, hearing the statements and then going back and forth with it, I think you, you know what part of the truth probably was. And this sounds fucked up to say, but I, I think it's true. I think they had a a toxic relationship, Absolutely. the two of them anyways. I think when he beat the shit out of her, I, I, he was probably, I, look, he wasn't holding anything else back last night. He, he was probably true. It was probably true when he said she had taken some swings at me and, and fucking done all that oh, shit. Like, Because sure. look, you don't get separated, keep seeing each other, divorce, keep seeing each other, try to get back together, Sleeping keep seeing together, each other, going getting, on vacations, yes. coming back together, yeah. all, all of that shit. Like, it was probably on both sides. They um, had a really weird, codependent, controlling, uh, toxic, yeah. crazy, passionate, weird relationship. And C- she was, you know, in some ways, like, super into it. And yes, she did party. And yes, she was like, I don't know if it was like a spell that he had over her, but she definitely, like, came back when she could have, I think, been done with it. Do you well, know what I mean? I, I think here, here's what I think in, in these these high profile relationships like this, where the other person isn't famous. I think once you split up and you're you get divorced, you miss that fame. You miss walking into restaurants where everybody's nice to you. You can immediately get any table sure. you want. You miss that adulation out in public where everybody comes up and kisses your ass and thanks you for being there and everything else. And then once you don't have that anymore, then you're like, oh shit. Yeah, I have money, but my life isn't as fun and nobody really knows who I am. Like, nobody gives a shit about the ex-wife um, right. in that situation. And I think she was jealous, too. I think she had a little yeah. bit of jealousy. Yeah. And I, Look, and, and by no means am I saying this, <laughs> he should have murdered these people. We're not victim people. blaming at, not all, at all, but we're just saying, like, it was. it's such a clear-cut, toxic, abuser, victim, whatever relationship that, like... Um, yeah, she's not at fault, but you kind of see where it, how it can escalate to the point that it was. Yeah. And you know, I, it should never, ever escalate to murder. Um, obviously, but, uh, no, but, and then the other thing is he gets, he kept, he kept getting away with beating her up or the cops would come. The cops were there eight, like they said, eight to nine times. It wasn't really documented that well because the cops would come and be like, ah, OJ, because he was friends with them. Or or you could look at that from the other side, too, where it was just like, oh, it was that couple. There's always that couple the that's always couple, fighting. They would show up, and she was yeah. probably a little bit drunk. We, look, we, and- all, we all have friends like that. We all have those two friends that are married who are fucking ridiculous people. Right. Who are always fighting, punching each other, fucking, I mean, verbal fights out in public mm-hmm. in front of everyone. Like, yeah. 
you have those friends, you know who they are, and you're like, eh, all right, man, just good luck with that. That's- yeah, if the cops got called, you would be like, what did both uh, of them yeah, what, do? Exactly. What did both of them do? Exactly. And then, yeah, the drunk wife is calling. You know what I mean? And yes, she did get beat up, but it's like the cops are going to be like, what happened here? Like, you guys are both intoxicated. I can't talk to either one of you. One of you's OJ. Yeah, exactly. So, and because and, and it, it is important that there was no convictions for this, like, you know. No, but they were so called. There was one, I think he got, what, 720 hours community yeah. service. So, so he had one. But yeah. like, you know, the other seven times would happen there. You know what I'm saying? Like. It, what, it's not okay. Whatever it's not, it's it was. Not, no. <laughs> Whatever it none was. Of it, none of it yeah, is yeah, okay. Yeah. But wh- whose part was it not okay on? Was it the LAPD that was letting him off on this? Or had they been called so many times that they had just settled on the fact that it was that couple and you were like, ah, that's that couple again. Like, but they had even said that uh, OJ made his house the kind of place that like he invited cops oh, over yeah, yeah. to like party, to have well, coffee. He was, in, he was in Naked Gun, which was a totally. fan so fave he, movie as well. Like, He made his house kind of this place that like if cops did come there, it'd be like, hey, buddy. Come on over. Yeah, hey, yeah, OJ, yeah. We got this call. Yeah. What's the deal? And he right. would get away with whatever it was or she would get away with whatever it was. And, and when you get away with things that many times murder doesn't you know like when you're in the thick of it you don't have this thing of like i'm gonna get caught and lose my life it's just like you don't you don't have that you're above i mean he is so above the fucking yeah law he even got away with double murder murder. in a trial that the evidence was unbelievably i know it's crazy Absolutely crazy. And, and lastly, um, like the, on this, it, to me, this puts the final nail in the coffin of if there was any doubt or speculation of what happened and if he actually murdered these people, it was put to rest last night. Yeah. That was, you can watch it on, on you know, YouTube or, or Fox or, or whatever DVR you have, but uh, there, there is no doubt whatsoever anymore that it was definitely him. The, the only doubt that might be left at this point is whether or not there was an accomplice. But with that much blood, the accomplice would have had to have stayed out by the car. Um, that, that's the only thing I can possibly think at this point. But, but even then, OJ murdered those people. So it was just like... Yeah, and he yeah. knew. I did the Ron. Did the Goldman civil trial already happen at that point? Two thousand six. Yes. So, okay, so, so b- both of those trials were out of the way, and, and he was found guilty for that. He owed the money already. So, you guys, really, this is his confession, knowing that nothing could happen to him from it. Yeah. So it's real. Like it's not. Um. Yeah. Yeah, it's a yeah, real yeah. confession. I, I, uh, absolutely. And, and, you know, uh, <laughs> I mean, there Fucking is crazy, but there it, it is. You it, got it, is, it. It is the craziest you thing it. you will you will hear. And, and you got the answer. Mm-hmm. You got you got all the answers at this point. That's it. So, he just told you. Yeah. Uh, uh, to the world. And um, it was shocking. I mean, really shocking. I, mean, we I thought going in. Like, I thought going in, I was like, ah, we'll get a couple of tidbits here and there. Just like all these other docs. That was. Right. That was a, a, just a man explaining how he murdered two people. Mm-hmm. And saying the word hypothetical. And then when he, now we're out of the hypothetical and going into what he did tell people already. So um, it was a loophole. I don't know how he knew <clears throat> that's how he could do it. But Well, there was, a couple, there was a couple people on Twitter, and only a couple, I will say, last night, as the show was going on, who were just like, 
well, you know, he needed the money and, uh, you know, he, he did this hypothetical book deal and had to do this hypothetical interview. The money was going to the Goldman's and the, uh, the, the Brown family anyways. So, you know, unless it went through another LLC or something that he'd set up, like, uh, fuck, because they, they were docking his, all of his pay was going oh, to yeah, them yeah, and he yeah. was getting X amount of dollars. So I, 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 I would have a feeling that the payout would have been very small. I, taking a, a small payout to do this fucking show, like, holy shit, uh, not worth it. Because had last night's interview not come out, uh, I, I, you still could have left a lot of doubts in people's minds where yeah. where it's like, uh, maybe, maybe we don't know. We weren't there. Last night, he put himself there. He told you how he did it and, and told you how he got away with it. And it was crazy. Absolutely it was crazy. crazy. Just watch it, you guys. Yeah, <laughs> I, it was. It's hard to really explain, but you you'll see it, and you'll feel how you how you want to feel about it. I guess. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm going to talk about Tim McGraw, your boy. Not my boy. Oh, yeah, not, he is. Not my boy. Yeah, uh, for yeah. sure, not my boy. I'm worried about him. I've always worried about him. Married Faith Hill. Sure. An attractive couple. Ye- yeah, they used to be. Used to be. Used to be. Used they to be. have gotten so thin, and we we have not talked about this on the show. No, they have gotten so thin that it looks like skin just stretched over skeletons mm-hmm, for both of them. Yeah, and I had asked you, I was like, "Yo, what the fuck is the deal here?" Um, and they're super tan, super everything, and I'm just like, "Man, he looks." I was like, "I, I thought he had cancer," and I yeah, asked yeah, you, yeah. and I said, "Hey, does does Tim McGraw have cancer?" Um, and then you said no, that he was on this juicing diet. That they're juicing. And I just, yeah. So they're juicing as a couple? Uh-huh. Uh, together. So that, that's, their, that's their whole lifestyle change? Yeah, they do like juice uh, cleanses and then like raw food. So raw, raw food juice cleanse. Okay. Because I, I, I have a couple friends in the country world. Uh, you know, I, we've had one of them on the show. And back in the day, this is back in the day, with pre-juice. This is pre-juice. Right. Oh, that also fits in with the OJ. This is pre-juice. <laughs> pre-juice. Um, back in the day, I was like, yo, what, what are Tim McGraw and Faith Hill like? Like, they seem dope as fuck. Totally. They um, seem, they used to party. Yeah, yeah. And one of them did uh, Friday Night Lights with them. Yeah. And all shit. And I was just like, all right, cool. Uh, what's their fucking gig? And they were like, oh, man, dude. Coolest fucking people on the planet. All they do drink beers, ride horses, shoot guns that like, they're just, Ugh. they're living that they're about that life. And that's, that's who they are. And I was just like, man, I figured they yep. just seem like down home fucking cool people. Yeah. I don't know what went, went, went wrong. I don't know if there was a health scare. Maybe, maybe on his part. Like I, I think maybe there was something on his part. I don't know. I know his father passed away. I don't know what that, that is. His father was a big major league baseball pitcher. And, um, I don't know what happened, but then they started juicing. And, and I think they got sober too, right? I, I believe so. I believe they got sober, started juicing, and then eating yeah. all this weird shit, yeah. which is fine. And it seemed like they were in competition to see who can be skinnier because they both just kept getting skinnier. It, it's crazy. So then I, I woke up this morning and I saw that he had collapsed on, on stage from extreme dehydration. And it was just like when you look at them, all you keep thinking of is, man, they are dehydrated as shit. Like this is as thin as they could possibly be. Yeah. And, uh, Weak. To black out on stage because you're dehydrated. Like fuck. It's probably time to to have a steak. And, there and, might. Uh, t- yeah. Get you a fucking steak, and you've yeah. got to eat. Got to eat. 
you have to eat. Yeah. Like you do the juice cleanse, sure. Yeah. But with that kind of schedule, like you gotta eat. You have to eat. Gonna eat. Gotta eat a little bit. Gotta have a little snack. I wish somebody would be worried about me. Uh. Tell me to eat. <laughs> it's never happened. Not once. Oh. No one's ever been like. She needs to eat. She needs a snack. Ever. <laughs> that's the that's the level of skinny that I want to be. I liked the old Tim McGraw. Where people are worried. Oh yeah. Uh, Faith Hill days where they were they were riding horses, shooting guns. Like I like that type of shit. Oh yeah. Um, now it's you know. But it's real easy. They sad. they maybe saw themselves going in the way of um. Ugh. Yeah. Who? Who's the girl? Yeah, there it is. No, who's the there guy? It is. Who's the guy? Country singer McGrew. Yeah, McGrew. <laughs> it's not Tim McGraw. It's no, the McGrew McGrath? fella. No. Mark McGrath? No. Oh, boy, James. No, it's country. They're, they're a country duo, too. She cooks on um, Cooking Channel. Trisha Yearwood? Trisha Yearwood and... Uh, Garth Brooks are married. Garth there Mag- it is. Garth McGrew. Your, your extensive country knowledge. <laughs> McGrew. Pours right the through. McGrews. Yeah, the McGrews. <laughs> uh, it's the old McGrew family. But anyway, maybe they felt themselves going, <laughs> going in that direction, which those two have no qualms. Oh, eating, no. No, no, they do not. Eating, yep. no. drinking, yep. doing whatever the F they want, and they've just let it. They've let it go for they years. Said, We're not. For yeah, years yeah, yeah, yeah. We that. can yeah. sing. The last people time, like us. The last time Garth Brooks was thin was when he was uh, Chris Gaines, <laughs> the, the famous alter ego that you love. Oh yes, yes. A big fan of Chris Gaines. Sure, I know everything there is to know about the McGrews. Yeah, the McGrews. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like Tim McGraw's terrible stunt double. Oh yeah, the McGrews. <laughs> You're only talking about Garth Brooks, yeah, like the greatest yeah, country yeah, singer yeah. of all time. But I know. Now he's been reduced uh, to the McGrew. Listen, um, we all, we got and we got reduced to that selection Sunday show yesterday. God, I want to talk about what a piece of shit that was. The NCAA, that selection Sunday show. We're gonna tell you who's in the tournaments, and they went through all 64 teams on mm. blank cards on a separate page, and I was just like, "Are you fist fucking me?" To find out what bracket everybody was playing in, what time all of it was a two-hour drag-out fuck fest that was complete bullshit to me, and I never want to see anything like that again. <laughs> I had to put, put a post up on Twitter after two hours and just be like, who do I have to fuck around here to get the goddamn times of the games? Um, that's how upset I was about who it. Who did you have to fuck? Uh, uh, f- four dudes, apparently, mm. uh, to get the... To get the fucking schedule, wow. and, and I got it. Ohio State's in it. We're good to go. But uh, man, that that their, their whole new selection Sunday, and they had pushed it later. It was a lot later than it is usually, and I think it was because Tiger, uh, Tiger was in contention. They were like, "Shit, he's back. You got to jack it up. Right. Jack it up. Let's postpone this, bitch." Right. And um, it, it was their their new format is fucking awful. So if you're out there and you're watching, they're listening to the show. Please fucking change it back to the way it was because it was goddamn terrible. <laughs> who's, just, who's listening? <laughs> goddamn awful. I don't know. Yeah. Somebody from the NCAA it. selection committee. Uh, that'll bring us to the revolutionary figure of the week. Shall we, Jabes? We shall. You're in a giggly mood over there. Whatever. The McGrews. The McGrews. I just, you know, sometimes my stupidity. Yeah. My quickness. Yep. I surprise myself with how quick yeah, I am is do. what it is. That's what it is. The McGrews. 
The McGrews will get you every time. Um, McGrath. God, real proud of you. Uh, dun, the, dun, you know the McGrews. The McGrews. The revolutionary bam. figure of the week is uh, that's Jamiroquai, by the way. Oh, um, virtual they insanity. They didn't sing one of those. No, um, no. I you know I know what? Jamiroquai. I was singing Jamiroquai on purpose. You were singing Virtual Insanity. Uh, the revolutionary figure of the week is Dr. Max Gerson. He was the, the first to put forth the concept that a diet that could be used as uh, cancer therapy, a little diet called the juicing diet, um, but it wasn't until the 1930s when author and raw food proponent Dr. Norman Walker <laughs> invented the first juicing machine. So. Aww. Here we go, Tim McGraw. There you go, Faith buddy. Hill, your inspirations, your McGrewsters. <laughs> your McGrewsters. Your McGrewsters. They did actually move into paleo, those two. Uh, so I don't know. Wow, thank God. I don't know, you guys. Paleo, paleo I don't either. can be a little bit weird. I don't either. You know well. what we're going to do uh, on the audio version of this? Put uh, Jamiroquai's virtual insanity <laughs> at the end of this. Uh, for Jamiroquai, a.k.a. Jesse Wiseman, <laughs> I am Ross Patterson. This is The Revolution. Good night, everyone. Good night. It's how we have to give these pictures.